Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, it is, we are now approaching to summer and approaching to the end of your guys' school year. So how are you guys feeling? Feeling great. The only thing that's left is finals and after finals, summer. You sound so drained, summer. though. You're like, yeah, I'm feeling really great. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Hand up. Were you gonna say something? No. Okay. But yeah, you're just like you guys sound like you guys look so so. Oh, my mic is falling. Anyway. I don't even know what we were talking about. This is why when we were talking about the end of the school year. End of the school year. This is what happens when we pause in between, and I'm all like, (laughs) "Great, love the school." Um. So, anybody have anything they want to talk about before we start about this week's topic? (laughs) Nothing. Nada. We're just tired from catching up on work. Got it. And practicing for finals. Yeah. So we're excited, but we're excited in our hearts, but you just can't hear it in our voice. <laughs> we got the energy, just not, it's not all there. So. Conversations are happening. Anyway, so. This month is, there's a lot of things happening this month. So this month is uh, kind of like an ally month for the uh, LGB, it's Pride Month, for the LGB, LGBTQ+. And it is Men's Health and it's Trauma and PTSD also month. So we're all, we're, this month we're going to talk about all of it. Uh, obviously not in this whole episode, but we're going to talk about everything. We're going to try to talk about everything this month. Uh, in this week's episode, we're going to talk about the LGBTQ plus, and it's a it's a very controversial topic. And you know, like I was telling you guys before, you know, I just want everybody to be kind of respectful to everybody's opinions. You know, this is this may or may not get heated. It's all up to you know. We'll see where the direction goes. So, LGBTQ stands for. Does anybody know what it stands for? Oh, I know. Go ahead. So yeah, so the L means for lesbian. Wait, I gotta look. I gotta look at this just to be sure I'm I'm looking at it right. Um, so L means lesbian. Uh, G means gay, B means bisexual, T means transsexual, and Q means queer. Yes. And, and does anybody know what plus the plus stands for? Just like the other types. Of- like the others, like the like. Yep. I have always wondered about that. What is the plus? So it stands for like, uh, man, do you know? So I'm gonna let somebody answer before I say. It. Go ahead. Yeah, the plus is basically like for non-binary people who identify as whoever they identify as, and like the extras that you can't add into the acronym. So basically, just the whole, you know, group. 
Right. So it's pansexual, agender, uh, genderqueer, bigender, gender variant, pangender. Those are just a few of them. So in this, I'm so before we start, I'm just going to kind of give a little bit of the stats. And this is off the Trevor Project. These are the National Survey on the Community of the Youth of Mental Health of 2020. Um, so representing the experiences of over 40,000 LGBTQ youth ranging from 13 to 24 across the United States, a large survey was conducted, excuse me. Um, so among the key findings of the report on the survey, 40% of the LGBTQ respondents seriously considered attempting suicide in the past 12 months, with more than half of the transgender and non-binary youth having seriously considered suicide. 60% of the LGBTQ youth reported symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder in the past two weeks, including more than three in four transgender and non-binary youth. 40% of LGBTQ youth reported in engaging self-harm in the past 12 months, including over 60% of transgender and non-binary youth. 40%, 40 46% of LGBTQ youth reported that they wanted psychological or emotional counseling from a mental health professional, but were, were unable to receive it in the past 12 months. 10% of the LGBTQ youth reported undergoing conversion therapy with 78% reporting it occurred when they were under the age of 18. 29% of the LGBTQ youth have experienced homelessness, been kicked out, or, or has run away. One in three LGBT youth reported that they have been physically threatened or harmed in their lifetime due to their identity. 60% 1% transgender and non-binary youth reported being reported being prevented or discouraged from using a bathroom that corresponds with their gender, gender identity. 86% of LGBTQ youth said they've recently that recent politics have negatively impacted their well-being. Transgender and non-binary youth who have reported having pronouns represented by all of or most people in their lives attempted suicide at half the rate of those who do not have their pronouns respected. Um, so I just gave you guys a lot of numbers. It's a lot. What did you guys think? What of everything I just read? Like all the, the numbers that you gave in different like ways that people identified as well. I think like it just shows how much like how, how people like really believe in like what they really identify themselves as and which is really important in life to like not have nobody judge you based on just because you believe that you're into this type of like relationship or other than that yeah we don't judge people by that um we just judge by like the different the way that they act towards certain environments if they're changing throughout things and everything but i feel as though like with like people having a strong sense of like loyalty to their identification and everything it's great yeah thank you jonathan did you um, i was gonna say that i feel like the um, people that are that are part of the lgbtq they suffer a lot they do yeah 
Yeah, this is very true. Zoom people, do you have anything? I read, I read a lot of stats. Well, I just think, well, currently now, I'm just glad, like, people are actually more open about, like, the LGBTQ plus community than, like, before, obviously, and I just think that it's nice to actually have people talk about it and just be open about it, especially with how, like, some would feel alone, so, like, it's, like, very, like, you know, comforting to them, and that's something I'm proud about, because I do have, a, like, a, quite a few, like, LGBTQ friends, so I do, like, understand from their viewpoint about how they feel and how hard it is to, like, tell, like, you know, their parents because it's like kind of hard for them for them in that area too yeah okay all right that's thank you for bringing that point of view um well research says that youth that lgbtq youth that are most likely are more likely to have health problems if their family doesn't accept them what do you guys think about that it just goes back to like that is horrible. Okay, what do you mean by that hand off? I mean, it is horrible, but do you think, you know, what do you think about if their family, like, so, you know, they say that, you know, they get kicked out, they might run away, but they're also more likely to have mental health issues. So, what do you think about that? Well, what I think about it is that, like, you may not agree with your son or daughter's choice about being gay, lesbian, whatever else is there, but you're going to need to accept it because, you know, everybody have different decision. There are things in our life that happens. We can't do that. We just accept it and roll with it. So while you might not agree with them, you might not even accept it, but you still kind of support your son or daughter in some way. Okay. So support, keeping that support consistent. I think, I think that it shouldn't matter what um, they like. I think right. you, you should like care about them the same way. Yeah, I, I agree with both of y'all to add on. Um, my thing is like parents should be more, I feel like though, if, yeah, if they're into a different specific identification and calling themselves lesbian, gay, whatever, you should accept that. You're, they're living a different environment for what you're living in. And you have to accept that they're going to make certain decisions in their life that you haven't made because it's a new generation there's a new ton of people that they meet they have new friends and everything but for me like i feel like the only role like a parent should have is to make sure that the reason the reasoning behind why they chose that identification and i feel like if they chose it just because they wanted to like be cool, like have that connection with their friends and everything, like forcing themselves to choose it, then that's where you step in as a parent. But if they chose it on their own and they feel as though that they have these types of urge and everything, then you can't really give your own like personal, like, oh, they belong, you cannot do this or not or that because it's them, that's their personality. You can't change that with them. So why do you guys think though it's so diff it's difficult for some family members as opposed to other family members to accept their child or other family members that are um, in the community? Sometimes um their religion says otherwise or like you can't be gay and if you're a part you can't be gay because of their religion or you would bring like some people believe that you would bring disgrace to the family and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a family like thing with something like it's definitely especially in the past it was very like criticized and then denounced upon so like just to like think about and like it's like it's like like a brainwash just to believe that it's really bad but it's not so and because of like past like stories traditions and like customs that's why like a lot of parents are like that now even though they should just be supportive and know that there's a chance that their child may be in the lgbtq community they may be this they may be that you just never know it's got to be supportive to them no matter what yeah um, i'm gonna say something that I, I'm, I'm religious <laughs> They think that it's unnatural and also people like do not like things that they do not understand. Some people are curious, but mostly most of them do not like things that they cannot understand. Yeah. Okay. So that's a lot. I hear what you guys are saying. Jonathan, go ahead. Um, I was going to say that I'm really to ever church, but like um, from like where I've, where I've read, I've read the, I read the Bible sometimes and like sometimes I hear people talk about it and like, it doesn't like it doesn't say that you should hate on them and like yeah and like say no that's wrong you should just tell them that that they should like they should know that it's it's something that our religion doesn't you know go through so like they um god god well from my experience god doesn't tell us to like hate people that do it okay um actually it says to love them and care for them and tell them the right way so like if they want to keep it like that, they should let them be. Okay. Okay. So that's what you what you've learned through through your religious experience. Okay, Amanda. Um, I was just gonna say sometimes it's hard to be taken seriously when it's a lot of people finding themselves in the LGBT because it's a lot of people who just put unnecessary bowls on themselves that even. Other people, LGBT or not, will call it dumb. Like this one person, I'm not gonna name names. She's an influencer, and she identifies as a transgender lesbian, and she had a um a partner, and they identify as they dumb, but like their organs were male, right? Right. And she was dating that person and everyone was confused and everyone was actually generally asking how are you lesbian but you're dating someone with male organs and then you're having relations with someone with male organs because a lesbian will only like someone with you know the same organs the same gender as them right right and as they were hit with those questions who as she was hit with those questions that made sense she just started attacking everybody so now other people are thinking that if you ask, you know, a transgender or a lesbian or any type of person, like any general question out of curiosity and out of respect that you're going to be cursed on and yelled at. And there's a lot of people like that. And then you see gays being racist or you see like certain people trying to put in like super straight or what's it called? Maps or um, bug sexual which okay. are all really nasty, inappropriate, and illegal things. And they try to use, like, you know, LGBT as a way to cover those. So then when, you know, parents and, you know, religious and older people are learning about that, then they think everything is bad. So I think it's just important to educate them. At the same time, you can't be mad because if someone just generally doesn't understand you know, or they don't accept it or they don't agree with it because you don't have to agree with something to not respect them. Like, 
you have to agree with someone being transgender. Like, you don't understand it. You don't agree with it. it doesn't make you transphobic as long as you respect them and call them by their preferred pronouns and move on yeah. about your day. I think that's the best thing. Yeah. And- Sorry. Like, I want to say something next. <coughs> but like, um, what you call it? I was on TikTok. <laughs> I was on TikTok, right? And then, um, this girl, um, this girl said that she would never um date a buy a buy a man because of what he does with other other men and stuff like that. And then everybody was in the comments calling her biphobic and this and that. And I was confused. And this is other story. So I was in a group chat with a lot of people, boys and girls. And this girl, I mean, sorry, sorry, this person identified as um as non-binary. And then um they said that they were they were um they are lesbian. I was like, how, how, how can you identify as non-binary and be lesbian at the same time? And then my sister explained that to me and I was, and I'm still confused. Can somebody explain that to me? Something? Yeah. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm really confused. Yeah, this is for us to learn and, you know, okay. Um, so I'm my- still confused to this day. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. You, you get confused with the, which part? No, like, how can you be non-binary and um, lesbian at the same time? Because I'm, I don't get that. Uh, see, I'm not going to speak on, you know, on the community when I don't know myself. So maybe we'll bring somebody from the community. Me? Oh my god, I'm pointing. I well, I got it. And then I was like, but you were doing other dance moves. It was it was a point, it was me boxing out my head. Yeah, and then you were and then you were pointing to your eyes, I think at one point, then I got confused. Okay. I'm sorry for the confusion. But to be honest, when you're non-binary, you can be attracted to anyone, but doesn't necessarily make them a lesbian because they don't they don't identify as any gender. Then they can't really call themselves a lesbian because it's a female liking a female. You don't, if you're not a gender, it's a no gender liking a female. So you technically won't be lesbian, but I guess they just say that to make it more simple on other people. The way that my sister explained it was was that um before um before the person transitioned, they were lesbian, and after they transitioned to uh, non-binary, um they still they still um claimed the um they still they still identified as um lesbian, but they're still non-binary. So that contradicts itself because you can't claim something that you just let go for something else. It's either you're a female and you're lesbian, or you're non-binary and you just like girls. And if they call themselves a lesbian to you know make people understand a little bit better or just to stop the confusion. Or just to like phrase it in simple words so they know yeah. who they're attracted to. And that's fine. But in truth, in, in reality, they're not actually lesbian. They just like girls. So they don't identify as nothing. So we we'll find I'm trying to find some resources online as we speak. So my question is following up. So we're talking about like when you know kids come out to their families, why do you think? I don't know if you ever uh, saw the movie. I'm looking it up. I, I know I, I, I own it. Uh, it's, I think it's Simon or something. 
But why do we think we make a big deal about coming out? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, explain. Love Simon? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, because I saw the movie and I was like, this movie's so good. Um, you know, because like, you know how, like you guys don't, those who are heterosexual, you don't go to your parents and be like, you know, say that you like the opposite gender, right? But, you know, when we come out to our, you know, when they, you know, those who are part of the community, it's like a big thing, like, you know, coming out, coming out of the closet or coming out, just coming out in general. Why is it such a big thing? Uh, the reason why I believe it's such a big thing is because, like, even though you go, like, to com your community and y'all have that type of identification, you're right. There's some people in the world who just doesn't support it at all, and they will shame you because of that. Yeah. And because of that, they'll be scared to like tell like their parents is going because they don't know how their parents are going to react. Yeah. And like, like um, I believe Nielsen stated this before about having like religious stuff that plays a major role into like if you're identified as something like, and sure. you don't like really support this type of religion religion that means you're just being forced to like accept something that you don't which is unfair and like they just can't really express that to their parents because it's not enough trust and like for like kids overall we don't really hang out with our parents a good majority of us don't hang out with our parents right me personally, I don't hate that. My mom or my dad. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm either like with my friends or just home laying down sleeping. Spinning. Spinning. <laughs> but uh, I'm just laying down. I might like talk to my sister or my cousins. But other than that, like, I really don't hang out with my parents. So we don't really have that relationship where we just talk to a daily basis and everything. So right. that also plays a factor. Okay. 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 So I'm on I was on TikTok, right? And then there was this person. Um, this person I didn't <laughs> Marcus, why are you laughing? Why do you even say that yet? Okay, but this person um is trans and everything. So then um they posted a video, they said, um, should I tell um my boyfriend or should I tell the person I'm going on a date with that I'm trans before or after at the date or after we we finish having intercourse? And stuff like that, or during intercourse, and then people was like, "You should tell them before because some people react to that kind of stuff differently, and some people want to actually use force and like do you know? Because some people react to stuff differently, they might hurt you because because you lied to them, and some people feel like um I'm not because like people feel like if you don't because when you hide something like that um that's really um I wouldn't say deceitful, but like. You shouldn't hide something like that. If you don't trust them enough to tell them your secret or to tell them that you're um trans, you shouldn't really be with that person or go on a date with them. If and stuff like that, and you shouldn't really try to initiate anything because you don't trust them. So you should just either be honest or leave them alone. And people that lie, and some people feel like if they express themselves and tell another person that they're trans, they might not accept them, which is why you should always tell them before anything happens. Because you might end up losing your life because some people don't play like that and stuff like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I see that. I see that. 
Anybody else? On oh, yeah, I have something to add on to the questioning about like telling people. So it's like, I, I believe it's very big considering like, here's the thing though, a lot of people don't even come out until like, like later on into their lives. Sometimes people don't come out until like after certain relationships or certain like connections happen to the point it's like you can't go back on certain things because it's like let's say you're in a relationship and you have kids with somebody but you're not actually you don't really like them you just created like a bond that can't be let go because you have kids now and you just can't like just leave them it's like I mean coming out is very hard because like you can't you don't know if anybody will accept you people will literally be out to get you just because of your sexual orientation so it's like you you're not really safe and you're not really accepted even though there's a lot of people who's out there who's out there to help you and like make you feel that way just there are other people who is praying for your downfall or who may just wants to hurt you no matter what, especially with how this year has been going. Yeah, you can just see that in every single aspect. So I just think it's very hard even now. Hence why they have like, like those small, hence why they have like, you know, discords or like small groups just to talk about it because it's like very, really hard. Nice, okay. Yeah, all right. Um. And um, some people actually make TikToks just to hate on people that are part that are a part of that LGBTQ plus community. I've yeah. seen people. I've seen people post videos like um the LGBTQ community took an L, then they added um the rest to it and everything like that. They should, and basically people just make a lot of they make group chats just to hate on people that um transition or people that. Or just to make fun of people's sexual orientation, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, social media is like, it can be, I think we've talked about it before. It could be, could be something great, but it can also be something completely awful. Um, that's another reason why they like are scared to telegrams. Because like, um, let's say Discord, I've seen a lot of um, people like telling me, I, I've been on Discord and then, there was this one person that told me that his friend, mm -hmm. he was in a group that they like hated like the um the gay people and like all that, and then they he told like the guy told um told the, um in the group chat he said what he said he was bi, and then they they um they said a lot of bad stuff to him and kicked him out. Really, and, really. And then that's so that's another thing that um that that's why they are afraid of those friends because of what their like friends say. See, and that's and that's the thing. So, do you guys feel like it's easier to come out to like to? Do you think it's easier to come out now to your to this society, or it was is it easier to come out like let's say ten years ago? I would say now. Yeah. Okay. Ten years ago, a lot of things are not accepted. Yo. Yeah, it's it's not, it's yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, now, now it's a little better. Now it's a little better. I remember when I came out to my mom and my grandma. My mom, she took it really fine, like, more than I would think. But I remember when I was, like, nine and she was teaching me, you know, 
about life, so, you know, being a young woman and stuff, what was going to happen to my body when I hit puberty and everything. Yeah. And she would always emphasize, like, if you like girls, it's okay. If you like boys, or if you want to switch genders, it's fine. So when I told her, she didn't really care. She just said, oh, well, okay. But when I told my grandma, she took it a whole different way, and she thought that I was possessed by a devil. Okay. And it was a little holy oil involved. Was it cult- due to cultural things? Huh? That she thought you were possessed by the devil? Yeah, she thought I was possessed by the devil. Okay. And then she said a very long, 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 long prayer and blessed me in holy oil like a lot of times and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. But it didn't work because I'm comfortable in my own skin. And then she said that, you know, because I was little and stuff that was gonna overpass and every time like I had to look at a boy some type of way or anything she's like oh my god you're not bisexual anymore and then yay and I was like I'm still bisexual but she just thinks I'm not bisexual anymore but I'm gonna just let her live in the old fantasy land sometimes we just gotta let people where they're at yeah and sometimes like it's still kind of hard in this society but I think it's easier than 10 years ago and I really think that if you're transgender and you're dating somebody I think you're not really in the best place to date somebody if you're not confident in who you are and if you're not out yet because if you can't come out to your loved ones or to your family or friends how are you going to come out to a one-night stand or a stranger on the streets because that's even more dangerous yeah so before you even start dating or anything, you want to come out first, be comfortable with yourself. And then when you meet somebody, you'll be confident to tell them, I'm transgender. I was born this, but now I'm that. So there'll be no confusion yeah. the whole night or day. Okay. Uh, anybody else want to talk about coming out between now and then? Uh, I could talk about it. Like- yeah. The reason why I feel as though now is better, like, to express more of, like, your identifications because, like, now, like, society, as it continues to grow, we're able to, like, realize a lot of things now than we did before. Like, if we go back to the topic we went to the podcast about white privileges, we talked about mental health, we talked about all of these society matters all of these things about like injustice and all of that like we're getting that realization that this is a real problem right even though our actions are not really good enough to solve it we're coming to that realization which makes it makes it less like it makes people less efficient to like judge you based on a certain thing because we realize that it's a problem now yeah which is the reason why I think now it's better to express it. Yeah. Same. Well, um, I was going to say, like, you remember how we were speaking about mental health awareness? Yeah. Last month? Um, that too, that people would fake it. And like, I think some people are try- are faking it too right now because, like, um, um, Donald Trump, he doesn't like that LGBTQ. Yeah. So then... Yeah, I think that most some people are faking it too. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to bring up really quick before we close out this episode on your thoughts on. So I pulled up something from the news. 
So on the first day of Pride Month, Florida signed in a transgender athlete bill into law. So Florida Republican uh, governor signed a, uh, a bill Tuesday bearing transgender females from playing on public school teams intended for student athletes born as girls plunging into a state into a national culture war over transgender rights. Um, basically not allowing transgender women to play women's sports what are your guys thoughts about this i'm all right with that <clears throat> not allowing them to play sports with no not allowing them to play sport but playing like with the women's size Okay, so this is what the what the law is, is yeah. it's not allowing a lot, a lot of the, I'm going to say Republican states, are putting into law now is not allowing transgender individuals playing sports of that sex. So like transgender males cannot play the same sports as males. Transgender females cannot play the same sports as females. So what are your guys' thoughts about that? I think it's, I think it's necessary because bathrooms, yeah, you know, bathrooms hanging out with like, you know, your same gender is good. Because if you identify as a female, you are a female. If you identify as a male, you are a male. But the thing is that when you're swapping genders, let's think about it. A male joining a female lacrosse team, right? For one, if you're not taking any medication and you're just freshly starting new, you're still a male. And male and female bodies are extremely different. That's why when you see sports, male and female sports are different as well. So a male body, just like a male structure is going to be bigger. Like if you see me and Marcus, Marcus is bigger, stronger, you know, muscular. I'm petite, I'm small, I'm a little muscular, but I won't be as muscular as wow. Marcus. You don't count on it. But so. let's, what happens if he identified? I yeah. remember I'm playing double left it. So what happens if he identified as female and wanted to play? Even if so, like whether it's whether it's someone who looks like John or someone who looks like Marcus, there's still going to be females who are around if you see a female who's like Jonathan, they're going to be a little weaker because it's all about you know just human anatomy and human anatomy between males and females are different okay so even if Jonathan was to play against a girl his size his his there's size some jacked up females though yeah but yeah. there's still yeah, like like even even then there's still a chance of some type of injury. So I can understand why they wouldn't want them to play in sports because it can, yeah, because it can still be dangerous. Because sometimes you'll get people who actually, sometimes you get transgenders who can actually fit into that criteria and there won't be too much damage done. But then sometimes you'll get a transgender who doesn't fit to that criteria and then, you know, they're either hurting themselves or hurting others. Like for example, Wait, for example, there was this female, there was a transgender who identified as a female, right? She went to jail for um, assault and battery, and she was placed in a female's prison, but then they had to change the rules and put her in the male's prison because she was insulting 
most of the females, there was a lot of rape going on too. And a lot of those females were being overpowered and stuff, and it was a dangerous environment for them. And a lot of them got battered and bruised really bad. Mm-hmm. So that's just why I understand. Okay. Um, I should point out that the NCAA, the, which oversees college athletes, has a long-standing policy that provides inclusive press for transgender participants in college sports. It requires transgender women to get treatment to lower their testosterone levels before they can compete in women's sports. Um, That's understandable. I was gonna say something that um, that like how like let's say um, a male turns into female, right? Right. And then they because he's a male turning into a female, they put him back into a male sport, right? Yeah. What made it funny to me here, here, what you said is that um, I was just imagining like they turn into female and then like they're screaming like, ah. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I thought. That's yeah, funny. yeah, that like that question is like it's really hard because it can go both ways. Like, like Amanda said, someone could fit into that category, but then we could have a case, Amanda, when someone fits in that category, but as time goes by, they don't fit to that category anymore. Right. So mm-hmm. do, do we penalize them? So, like, that, that's the... You gotta make him play, play like, smooth songs. Because so like, I'm not gonna lie, there's some transgender females yeah. that are, like, real pretty. Yeah. But more rarely than... I think it all... Because right now, when it comes to sports, a lot of sports are, you know, for in contact like i think possibly like tennis or sports like that or golf would i don't think golf separation is but i think that would be fine but like when in contact sports you have to be really careful because you do have to check the body like the person's measurement how much they weigh you know like for wrestling and stuff like that for in contact sports we have to get really physical you do really have to watch that like you can't and people People could probably use that as, you know, some way to overtop in sports. Because a lot of people can lie and say, I'm transgender. I want to do a female sport. They go into a female sport and then half of those females. Well, are... in order to be considered transgender, you already have to undergo, you know, yeah, the physical transformation. But some transgenders, like I know a few transgenders who identify as the opposite gender, but don't want to go and get the surgery or well, don't want to take the you, you have to start go you have to start doing the gender affirming stuff to be considered transgender yeah i think like for sports transgenders could do sports but i think that you have to you know really check their body type and everything just to make sure everybody's safe because that right there when it comes to sports it's more about safety so i feel like if they can find a way around for trans people to do sports with their selected gender that would be amazing yeah yeah um from what i'm reading it's this is not about safety yeah it's just about like, this is about being discriminatory yeah yeah being biased yeah i can understand if it was a safety measure yeah but what i'm reading is more of a just discriminatory yeah but it's really hard to like determine what to do in that scenario yeah, yeah, because I already got beat up by females yesterday in my game, and I'm not trying to get beat up by someone who has like a very muscular, oh, big body. Yeah, 
So does anybody else have thoughts about the, these laws being passed before we start wrapping this episode up? Can you repeat that uh, any anybody about the laws about these these transgender, you know, especially like at one point during President forty five, um, they didn't allow transgender to fight in the war. They were not allowed to fight in the army. That's because yeah. of Donald Trump, right? Yeah, that's so stupid. He didn't allow transgender. He didn't want transgender to fight in the army. Yeah, like, right. that's messed up. Go ahead. I was going to say that um, I think people should start minding their own business. Like, it's just something that, let's say, it's basically basically the same thing as you like in Doritos and I like in ladies. Yeah. So it's just something like that. It's simple. You just got to let them be. So, like, let's say you like you like candy and someone doesn't. You like chocolate and someone doesn't. Yeah. They're going to stop judging you and calling you fat for eating candy and chocolate. Do you want that? No. So then let the gay people or wherever they are, let them be what they want. Yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. You know, some of us like sugar cookies and some of us like chocolate chips. So anybody, uh, Zoom people, do you have anything? Well, like, this is kind of a little out of context, but this will be quick. So, like, um, I'm not sure if anybody has ever heard of um, the person, Marsha P. Johnson. And, like, so, okay, so, well, he technically was, a, he identified as a gay person, but also was, um, who, well, his gay, well, as a gay person, his name was um, Michael Michaels Jr., but as a drag queen, his name oh, okay. was. Okay, yeah, I'm looking about yeah. now. Yeah, her name was Marsha P. Johnson, and if, so like she actually was. So um, it's the, it well depends on how I say who I call her, but like so like Marsha was born in New Jersey, and like she, she was a part of like the Stonewall riots, like the um the the drag bar riots where they actually um would just hang out and like besides that like so like he he died actually, and apparently it may have been like you know like LGBTQ like. I like related apparently, so it's still a mystery today. Yeah, it's still a mystery today, and it's. I do believe that that murder definitely was like um, LGBTQ like um, related, considering they said it was a drowning, but it was. But apparently, they found like a bullet hole in her head. So yeah, it's like so like just thinking about like being like. And just thinking about being yourself is like it's like kind of hard because like people will literally just try to denounce you just for wanting to be yourself. Like you can't even live your life, and it's like it's just really hard. So like that's just what I had to put there as like one of the victims of like um so one of the victims of discrimination. So yeah, no, I appreciate you bringing up uh, Marsha because uh, I actually didn't know about her. Yeah, I watched a documentary. I found I found out about her last year. It's like on Netflix. I think it's called Yeah, The Life and Death of Marsha P. Johnson. And like the P is like that means like pay it no mind. That was like her that was like her stage name. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So we're gonna we have we're running out of time. So as we wrap up this episode, um, I want us to think about how do we become an ally to the community. So what's one way you could become an ally to this community? So that's our last minute thought. And you can everybody you can repeat yourself if somebody has already said it. 
some ways you can become an ally is to wear the safety pin I have on me. That's one. Yeah. Another way you can become an ally is to just show people that you support them and everything. The same way you do with mental health, the same way you do with different genders and everything. You just support them when they need help and just tell them that you're here and, they, and that it doesn't matter what you identify yourself as long as you believe that this is you. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. Does anybody else want to talk about how to become an ally to this community? Oh, I have something. So, like, following up with, with just what Marcus just said, I do believe we should let them know that we're here and that, like, we can help them, that they're not alone. And I do believe, like, we can, like, petition, like, discriminatory laws just like the one from Florida, because it was not just in Florida, it's like in other Republican states as like I did, I think it was in Arkansas and some other states too, I believe, because I did it on an essay. And like, I just do believe that we should also like make like, um, make sure that's, that like certain businesses aren't like being discriminatory and just like let them know that we're here. Yeah, awesome, thank you. Who else wants to talk about how we become, become an ally? I'll go. Okay. Well, to become an ally to the LGBT, it's mostly about minding your business and just letting a person do what they want to do. Because frankly, it's not your life and it's not your body. So if you see a non-binary person who identifies themselves as a helicopter wearing 12-inch heels and a rainbow wig dressed like a firework, let them dress like a firework. And just mind your own business. And if someone asks you just to call them she or her, him, he or him, or damn them, just do it. Man, if, if that was possible to be something else, I would probably make my hands burgers or something. Yeah, just honestly, all I have to do is just mind your business and let people live how they want to live. Because at the end of the day, that's all we want is for people to just stop bothering us and just let us live our lives. And don't ask really inappropriate questions. Even if you're curious, just search it up on Google. There you go. So, all right. Anybody else want to talk about how to become an ally? Um, basically, you respect them. Don't hate on them. Don't spread any hate. And just mind your business. Like, I'm innocent. There you go. Anyone else? That's all. That's all. I mean, like... I think Kentop is doing something. All right, so I'll finish up. So last but not least. If it's not if it's not affecting you, just let them do what they want. There you go. If it's not affecting you, just do what you just let them do what they want. And um last but not least, uh for me, just be a listener, be open-minded, be willing to listen and talk. Um don't assume that all your friends or coworkers are straight. Um, someone close to you could be looking for support in their coming out process and don't make assumptions about what they need and confront your own prejudice and bias, even if it's uncomfortable to do so. So thank you for listening to another episode of The Safe Space. Uh, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spotify. Uh, 
and Podbean. I was going to say Spotify twice. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and welcome in your ears again next week. Thank you guys, and we'll check you out again. See ya.